0: all right so my question is i I don't know if it's really a question basically i'm in this place of trying to figure out like um how can i add value to rooms Mm -hmm. so I, i i i know i'm in a place where i'm ready to start like building more connections and get in these rooms like i'm going to black equity con um but outside of like Fashion I want to know how can I add value to people and it's like I know I have value because I know when I speak um, It's like uh, It's been happening a lot lately like where I speak people want to hear what I have to say But it's just like still I'm trying to figure out so how can I add value to these rooms because even in the morning meetup I feel like for a while they will call me like the morning meetup designer because I was like the only person mm. in there um, that did fashion and it's just, like, um, how
1: does that really help other people? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So. I, I think you decide how you want to add value 1st Mm-hmm. Right? You know how you would add value to, like, this
0: podcast?
1: How? Like, so it out my boy Sos. He'll be, uh, he'll look at, like, he'll, he'll watch the podcast. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, he'll be like, that outfit, I wasn't really feeling that. You should have did this with your outfit. Mm. I'm like, oh, bet like okay cool. Yeah. So I I remember it's like maybe maybe 8 months ago, 9 months ago. So I love Levi's mm-hmm. jeans. And he was like, "It's time time to step it up, bro. Mm-hmm. No more Levi's." I'm like, "Yo, I like Levi's. They fit well, but they only fit good because that's what I'm used to wearing." Mm-hmm. He said he said the perfect fit for you is when you put them on mm-hmm. and you say ah these are a little tight he said that's a perfect fit <laughs> when they feel a little too a little uncomfortable he said mm-hmm. that's a perfect fit and i said well what are like some good jeans he was like try purple brand he said diesel he said uh uh a uh, star raw star something star. like g star yeah g star so I went and got my first pair. I went to the mall, and I got some diesel jeans. Mm-hmm. And I put them on, and I'm like, I don't know, you think this kinda of tight? And the guy, the attendant, was like, nah, they perfect, they good. <laughs> and I remember what So said, if I feel a little uncomfortable, they're perfect. So I got them. And I started wearing them. And he noticed on the pocket, he said, oh, you switched up your jeans a little bit, right? <laughs> I said, yeah. And uh, ever since then, like when I, when I started thinking about outfit stuff, I called him. Okay. He could send me an approach saying, "Yo, put me on this particular retainer, and I'll be your stylist for you know if you're going on this podcast, this show, and I'll help you style your look or mm-hmm. a shopping day where you put together a budget and I'll go with you. And mm-hmm. I, tr- I trust I trust them now because, like I, I'm more I have his 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 voice in my head, mm-hmm. right when I start getting dressed.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you add value by by doing what you know best, which is fashion. Mm -hmm. You ain't never give me no fashion suggestions. Yo, he told me, I had a a chain, I I have one chain, it's like a, it's it's white gold, but it's like a little thinner than this, and has a social proof joint. And I I went to like his shop one day, and he was like, ah, that social proof, is cool, but the rope need to be a little bigger. He said, if you go on, because I was like trying to get on Breakfast Club or something like that, he said, you go on Breakfast Club, make sure you get a bigger rope, because that's gonna look crazy, that little chain. I thought it was fine until he said something, but I trust his opinion so much, I've not worn that joint since.
0: That makes sense. I think I think about it from a point of view, like, I know where I'm trying to go. I feel like once I get to a certain point, then I'll be able to add more value. Like, I'm trying to build an international brand. Once I accomplish that, I know I'll be able to add more value. Um I'm trying to like build out my my fashion program and do like designer grants and have fabric stores and build my courses to be like this really big thing, and so um, I know like as I grow that I'll have like that knowledge to bring to other people who are like
1: you outside the of the fashion industry. You got the knowledge now, though. You have the knowledge. You got to start where you are before you get all that stuff that you was talking about. Mm-hmm. You got to start right now. Right now. Yeah. Like, yo, you have no idea. If you came in and you styled me and all that kind of stuff, you never know if I'm going to invest in a, in a an apparel brand. Mm-hmm. It makes money. I know that part. But how do I know if they stuff fly? Who am I call? Yeah. You might have walked yourself into some equity just by adding value in where you are right now.
0: Okay.
1: That makes sense. I my like that approach. I wish I... He'd have to, like, pop up my timeline because I don't have his... um. I don't have his Instagram, but he'd be doing so many videos on like fashion, different styles, mm-hmm. different looks and all kinds of stuff. When I find it, I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. I don't know where it's at, but he'd just be doing these little outfits and they really mm-hmm. cool reels. And I think that'd be an inspiration for you. I'm gonna try to find it, but.
0: I was thinking about trying to like do something like that um, soon.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: but also since I am like in like a luxury space, it wouldn't be like me trying to help people figure out their everyday wear, but maybe like for events or something, or even like I know for maybe like co- connecting with high-level men, like maybe bringing their wives into it some type of way. Like maybe I could help them. But or- you don't
1: know. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. What's going to lead into that?
0: True.
1: You don't know. Like, if if you, like, okay, so I'm not your target market, Mm -hmm. ideal client.
0: Yeah, because I work with women. Right. Mm -hmm. But if
1: you're displaying your excellence in fashion, Mm -hmm. you think I don't know any women? I have a wife.
0: Makes sense.
1: You feel me, mm-hmm. yo? This thing gotta be you all day long, all day long. This gotta be you. I talk about podcasting, entrepreneurship, all day long. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's my ideal client. None of that. It's I, I, I am this. Yeah. So you need to be all every when you see something and you have a suggestion. I'm sure Donnie's coming here with an mm-hmm. outfit. You had some sort of suggestion, or you like the way you did it. You could explain mm-hmm. it like, oh, I like the way you did that, that, that. Mm-hmm. Then we see you as an expert. It's not that you're trying okay, to get her as a client, yeah. but this got to be you all day, every day, fashion, okay. everything.
0: So when I go to Black Equity Con, that's how I should start relationships or like approach people in that way. Like, hundred
1: percent. Get a camera phone mm-hmm. and have somebody hold it and say, "Yo, I'm about to go around Black Equity Con and I'm gonna point out the dopest outfits and I'm gonna explain like why that. these outfits are the out." are, uh, yo, I see you got this outfit, okay? I see you got this. It's giving me like a 70s, 90s theme. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a TLC video where they had this on, but you mm-hmm. got to be like well-read and study mm-hmm. your industry or whatever. But you go around explaining how you understand fashion.
0: I like that. You I'm going to try that out. So my question is about basically how you solidify your position as like the podcast king, like as an expert in podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gotten so much clarity on like how I want to do that in fashion. Like the skills I have, um, like I specialize in couture draping. That's typically a skill that like they do in Paris or even like the really expensive schools in New York. And it's very rare. Like a lot of people don't know how to do it. So um, I want to like stray away from doing like any type of garments that don't have to do with draping or just anything that I was previously doing. Interview. Got the answer.
1: Go win. Go win. Go win. Go be successful at it, and then you become expert.
0: Okay, so.
1: So it's not about like branding and like redoing videos and teaching good. Mm-hmm. I call myself Podcast King. One, I became it because I just said that's going to be my name now, mm-hmm. but. I grew a podcast, one of the top podcasts in the country, one percent of podcasts. But not only myself, we've done these launch podcast challenges and we've had hundreds of people launching their podcasts. I've helped multiple people make money from their podcasts. Mm-hmm. I understand the podcasting space. I'm growing multiple podcasts myself. And I made a lot of money from podcasting. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, and I, there are some people who just don't have successful podcasts but they're teaching people how to be podcasters Yeah, which I'm not, not it's no knock on it mm-hmm. keep doing your thing I'm just saying if you want to be considered an expert mm-hmm. you gotta have some big wins mm-hmm. not the fact that you constructed a dress yeah. but can you get multiples did anyone wear one of your pieces at the Met Gala
0: no but it was worn on Bravo TV and there it is the best dressed by 1.5 million people let's
1: get some more of those okay Um.
0: so I guess in my head, I'm wondering if I'm like trying to do too much to make myself uh, so people could realize that I'm an expert. Um, So I mentioned the fashion show opportunity I have coming up, but I know I should do that. And I know that, of course, that'll help with me like being positioned as an expert. Um, And then also like I've been doing classes. Like recently I had like a post- that got a whole lot of attention. I had about a hundred people reach out to me saying they want to take, like learn how to drape for me because Mm -hmm. it's like a really like wanted skill. But I guess in my head, it's like, am I stretching myself too thin? Even though I know all of these things will help by position. Like it will help me position myself as an expert. Like the YouTube channel will help. The fashion show will help me doing these classes will help. And like, it's great income. Like I can charge so much to teach this because
1: if it's you so feel weird. like you're being spread to, thing, you probably are. Okay. Because especially it's just you. You don't have a team of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I were you, I go find a bunch of wins doing one thing. And your focus might be for the rest of the year, next year and a half, is I'm making dress after dress after dress after dress. And I'm knocking on these stylist doors, just trying to get as many pieces on actors in front of many, as, as many big names as possible in events. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you an expert. Okay. Not the fact that you have a cool YouTube channel, Yeah. but you go win, or you focus on how can I build a class? Because you, know you know what to do, mm-hmm. right? You know how to like put it together, mm-hmm. then figure out how to teach it. And you know, they go get some wins. And that's huge because you could say, I've helped 600 people this year make their first piece or make their mm-hmm. first gown. And now, now I got kids making their own prom dresses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's win. That's a win. Okay. You got some numbers and statistics behind you doing something excellent, and that's what makes you a guru. Okay. That's what makes you an expert.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: Go get a win. All right. But don't try to do all this stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay.